Thanks for joining today on The Extra Point. I hope you're doing well, and I know I say this most every recording, but it really does mean a lot that you are listening. I wanted to share with you a little comparison, and it's been on my mind for a few days. Now seemed like a good time to, to write about it, to talk about it. The other day, someone, and they shall remain nameless, seemed a little frustrated and short in their interactions. It really seemed like one of those days that was almost kind of out of character, kind of frustrated. Their response and their reaction seemed to be totally different than I've grown to expect from them. So I processed that interaction. Human beings are naturally interpreters. We process things. We want to figure out why things happen. So it's easy to begin to think through, okay, why was this person so short? Why did they seem frustrated? And at my best, I try not to assign motives because who knows why someone does something, right? But it's really hard not to go there sometimes. And as you process someone's interactions, sometimes you begin adding this interaction to a long list of other indicators and you begin to think maybe there's some personality problems or maybe there's some character flaws, not major ones, just, you know, I've noticed some things. I can even begin thinking that there could be some ulterior motive for their action that really wasn't good. I find if I'm not careful, I could go there. I can quickly think, well, there's no good reason for them to act or talk that way. So there must only be bad reasons. And I need to figure out what they are. Let me give you another scenario. In contrast, also the other day, I was short with someone. I didn't really treat them with kindness or understanding. I was frustrated. And I'm sure most people around me really knew it. It wasn't that hidden. And again, human beings are interpreters. So I began to think about why I had this reaction. And the longer I thought about it, actually some very legitimate reasons came to mind. Actually, lots of them. I was tired. These weeks have been stressful. I wasn't being understood very well. I immediately thought of reasons, actually probably more like excuses, which justified my frustration. And you know what? If I didn't come across the best, well, there are reasons for that, and there are really good ones. I couldn't have had bad reasons for my behavior and attitude, only good ones. This is such a tendency I think most people have, at least sometimes. It's almost as if it's a default setting in our minds. You know, I first heard this named and clearly identified in the writings of Patrick Lanchoni. He calls it the fundamental attribution error. So by attribution, we're saying what we attribute a negative or even positive behavior to. So Lanchoni says this, the fundamental attribution error is the tendency of human beings to attribute the negative or frustrating behavior of their colleagues, you could insert friends, family, etc., the negative behaviors to their intentions and their personalities while attributing their own negative or frustrating behaviors to environmental factors, things that are outside of our control. So if you do something frustrating, in other words, it's because that's who you are on the inside. We could even expand it to say, like, well, you always, or you never, or I guess you don't like me, or you couldn't have had my best interest in mind. On the other hand, if I do something that could be perceived as negative, I think it's always because of a series of outside factors. Even if we wouldn't go so far as to say, well, it's not my fault, we still would have a justification of something from the outside. Lencioni calls them environmental factors. 
these justifications that made it virtually impossible to avoid poor behavior on our part in this one particular instance. So we think like, of course, under normal circumstances, given the opportunity, I would have done the right thing. But I just ended up responding how I did because of all the challenges around me. You need to understand how tough it was for me. So do you relate to any of this? I'm guessing you do. A little humor here. So in one of my favorite cartoon strips called Peanuts, right? Charles Schultz has Linus and Lucy talking. So Linus has his blue blanket in hand. He's sucking his thumb. He asks, uh, he asks Lucy, why are you always so eager to criticize me? Lucy says, I just think I have a knack for seeing other people's faults. Linus bravely asks, what about your own faults? Lucy says, I have a knack for overlooking them. A knack for overlooking them. I think it's extremely valuable to at least be aware of that tendency in our own hearts. And yet I think it's even more important to hear God's word about this subject. Scripture speaks here. Galatians 5, and 23 give the fruit of the Spirit, and fruit of the Spirit is love, and another one is patience, and another is kindness, and another is gentleness. Philippians 2, 3, 3 through 5 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Not on your own interests, but the interests of others. 1 Corinthians 13 even says, Love doesn't make it a habit to think the worst of others. Finally, finally we have the golden rule from Jesus himself, Matthew 7, 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. I think there's actually spiritual and relational progress in realizing and noticing our tendencies in this area. It's worth asking the question, when someone in my world messes up, when someone in my world wrongs me, do I assume the best or the worst in the offender? Do I just assume they're lazy, disrespectful, unkind, conniving? Do I entertain the idea that they just wanted to mess me up or bring me down? Do I think they just don't trust me? They don't like me. What about when I do the same thing to others? What about when I mess up or wrong someone else? What do I assume about myself? I just got stuck. I couldn't help it. You know, I wasn't really feeling that well. You know, I was just trying to help. What a noble goal that was. I was just trying to help. That's the only reason why I said something. So if we know there are reasons why we might not have been at our best, then we can actually extend that grace to others. We don't have to be a judge and jury on their intentions. If we want to receive grace, we can grant sympathy and forgiveness and understanding. The reality is often vastly different from what we initially assume. Life's pretty complicated. People are pretty complicated, so we probably need to process things a little more carefully and maybe with the fundamental attribution error in mind. Maybe that will give us more patience with others. Maybe maybe that will help us listen better and walk away from a, a tense encounter with a lot better perspective. Well, anyway, as always, I want to thank you for listening. I did want to invite you, before we're done here, to a series of video workshops that I'm doing on prayer. You can find more information if you go to ogletown.org slash jumpstartprayer, all one word, ogletown.org slash jumpstartprayer. So that's all for now. I hope you have a great day.